Good Friday afternoon, everybody. Brian Milam, Lee K. Howard. It is a Facebook Live Friday, also the day of the UK Blue White game tonight and uh, UK floor, uh, UK Georgia, which we will talk about. That game's tomorrow. We'll talk about that over the next oh, 10 or 15 minutes or so. As you can see, Mingy Beef Jerky is our sponsor for Facebook Live Friday. And uh, basketball season is, I guess, officially here to a degree with the Big Blue yeah. Madness last week, blue-white game tonight. And a lot of people want to see the, the youngsters, obviously. But being at the SEC Media Day, all of the other coaches were talking about the guys coming back for UK. Yeah, I think that's always the, the big thing. And Cal has just over the last couple of years had some consistent returners. And, of mm -hmm. course, Ashton Higgins, EJ Montgomery, Nick Richards, Emmanuel Quickly. Those are the guys this year that are going to be expected to lead this group. A couple of those guys, three of those guys, just sophomores. But when you right. come to Kentucky, a sophomore is certainly a veteran. Yeah, and Nate Sestina also the, the I guess Coach Cal, you know, he started with the one and done. Maybe this uh, is the non-traditional one and done with Reed Travis last year, Nate Sestina this year, and he's always said he wanted some older guys on the team. Well, Cal <laughs> has now done that. He has reinvented the one and done by bringing in the grant transfers, and I thought it was kind of interesting when Cal was at the SEC Media Day in Birmingham. He mentioned that uh, one of the Bucknell assistants said, hey, we, this guy's really good. He says, well, why does he want to come here? Because Bucknell doesn't have a grad program. So thankfully, UK does, and UK has grabbed two very good basketball players. I think it's going to be interesting to see what Nate can uh, put on the court again tonight yeah. also. Yeah, and I guess if you can't get guys to stay four years, you just get guys that are in their fourth <laughs> year or fifth right. year and, uh, and bring them in. It worked out with Reed Travis last year. Why, why? You know, here's the thing about Nate Sestina. This is not a knock on Reed Travis because Reed certainly brought a needed element to that team last year, the physicalness mm -hmm. and everything that he brought. But when you look at Nate Sestina's game, I really like what he has the potential of bringing to this team. He is not the physical body that, that Reed is. He, he can be physical in the post, but he's more of a stretch four than That's anything. Right. He's more of a uh, – Calipari actually descri described or, or compared him a little bit more to Derek Willis mm -hmm. in the way that he has the, the ability to shoot threes and stretch out the floor – from the four position. That's pretty exciting. He's got game. I mean, I saw a highlight of Nate Sestina that looked more like Dirk Nowitzki in the way that <laughs> his fall away jump, jump shot off the wrong foot. And right. things. I mean, I was like, well, I was very impressed. That's the backyard move we tried. You know, when we couldn't yes. beat our dads, we're like, oh, okay, I'll just jump off the wrong foot. Sestina in uh, Big Blue Madness. One thing he did, which was quite impressive, he hit that 30-footer from basically from the hash mark in front of the U.K. bench, and everybody went, ooh. I mean, he set up to shoot a 30-footer and hit it. And then one of the next trips down, he went to the right side, this one from about 27 feet, and buried that one also, maybe a little farther back, who knows. Uh, but I, I will be interested to see what kind of uh, outside game the Cats have early in the season. Don't forget, there's a longer three-point line this year. Mm -hmm. And Bruce Pearl mentioned during SEC Media Days, he said, it'll be an impact early in the year, but, you know, human beings, we do adapt to right. things. And so by the end of the year, probably not a big deal because as we have seen over the last several years, it doesn't matter where the line is. Guys chuck it from the cheap seats all the time and still make it. Yeah, they probably could have moved that line back a couple of years <laughs> ago because so. those guys started shooting it back at that NBA yeah, line no doubt. a couple of years ago. So this won't be that big of a difference. I do want to say and thanks to everybody that's watching on Facebook Live. Uh, we've got uh, so far Science Hill, Kentucky. Yep. Uh, we've got Kings Mountain, Kentucky. So if your you, mountain. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's my mountain, the, King, the King's Mountain. No. Uh, if you're watching on Facebook Live, be sure to shout out and tell us where you are, uh, and we appreciate you watching. But, uh, yeah, blue-white game, 
I may be the minority on this, but I always kind of like the blue-white game a little bit more than Big Blue Madness because too. Madness is, is a big pep rally. I yeah. mean, that's what it is, and, and I'm not downplaying Madness. But the blue-white game, although these guys are going to not play the greatest defense in this game and they're going to try to make a little bit of a dunk contest, they're also going to compete. They're going to be out there, and you get a much, much better idea of the skill sets of, of some of these young guys, especially after tonight as opposed to the two minutes that they scrimmage at the end of the Big Blue Mountains. Right. So you know, you don't yeah, see you're going to see there. a lot of effort right. from here on out when UK plays the two exhibition games. You're going to see effort. Big Blue Madness is Coach Countess says, look, have fun. Don't play any defense. Don't get hurt. That's the right. only thing we don't want to see. And so UK comes out healthy. Uh, of the youngsters, the, the new guys, who are some of the ones of the new guys that you're interested in seeing, not just tonight, but certainly in the early part of the year? I think the one I'm most interested in seeing is Tyrese Maxey because I think he has the ability to be the best player on the team. Uh, even as a freshman, I think that he has the ability to run the team alongside Ashton Hagens. Those two, both point guards, both will be on the floor a lot together as one or two, or as they don't even call each other uh, or call each other point guards anymore, just guards. Right. So I'm really interested to see him play. I think he has an ability to get to the rim, much like uh, Shea Gilgis Alexander did, but he also can shoot. So I think that's the guy I want to see. Um, you know, I think Khalil Whitney is another guy that uh, is is go certainly going to be looked upon to uh, make an immediate impact as well. No more point guards. It's positionless basketball. It, that's right. As Cal likes to say. Uh, big blue, blue-white game is tonight. Now let's transition. Well, oh, I was going to say we've got Lexington and Mount Sterling and Berea. Thanks, everybody, for watching <laughs> from there. Tomorrow, UK and Georgia football. Um, Going into last week, no one knew what to expect from UK football. The team was in certain spots, in certain key areas, a walking mash unit. Terry Wilson gone for the year. Sawyer Smith, wow, banged up to the point he couldn't even lift his arm for a couple of days to throw a football. Didn't throw, touch a football for several days. And then we saw what Lynn Bowden did running this uh, ball club out of the Wildcat, which I'm an old soul, as you know. I love watching option football when it's done properly. And when Lynn Bowden is in the Wildcat, he is basically running the option. It's, mm -hmm. a, it's an RPO, the uh, run pass option, but it's more option than anything. And I loved seeing when he would drop back and just take off. Yes. Man, he's an electric player. And it's fun to have an electric player like that when you go up against a team like Georgia that certainly is the favorite. I think it's 25 points favorite in that game. Mm. Uh, which is huge. <laughs> I, I hate to say I hate to say you have to be gimmicky in a way, but in some ways you do because you may not match up with Georgia at least the depth on right. every, at every position. You might with your front set, you might with your front your first string guys, yeah. but you might not with your depth. So you've got to find other ways to win this game. And Lynn Bowden is the perfect guy to give Kentucky a, a little bit of a different advantage. Um, and then we talked about just a while ago, Brian, that the weather could be That's right. certainly a factor in that game as yeah, well. Yeah, Adam Bernerston's over here in the uh, Weather Center right now, and he's got this big red circle, pink <laughs> circle that's down in the Gulf. And he said it could be a windy game. When you bring in wind, you bring in the possibly, possibly some severe weather that could douse the field, make things wet, make things slower. I know a lot of people may say, well, yeah, it, both teams have to play on it. But who's the better team? And I think there's no argument Georgia is the better team, but it brings them down a notch. Yeah, it can. It, it even can. Playing it field. can anyway. Yeah, I think. Yeah, so look at this. Let, hey, check hey, it out. on there, point. Look at there that. There is that big. Now, let me, let me give you my meteorology skills right now. 
That is not good, what that is out there in the ocean. As Rob would say, there's a big red pink dot. That can't be good. If that's anywhere near Sanford Stadium this weekend, uh, yeah. And that's the end of my meteorology career, <laughs> I believe. So, yeah. So, uh, well, so, played. well played. That could move into Athens uh, this weekend on Saturday. And I think, if anything, if it is a windy, rainy type game, if anything, that benefits Kentucky because there are some more possibilities for Georgia to make some mistakes that they wouldn't otherwise make. Now, there are all obviously opportunities for Kentucky to make right. some mistakes that they otherwise wouldn't make. But when you're talking about you're probably going to start uh, another running quarterback, Lynn Bowden, uh, this week, a guy that is not going to be too dependent on the pass. Sure. That's an advantage for Kentucky. A guy that is very hard to tackle, especially, I'm sure, when he's wet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> slippery when wet. So, so if anything, you know, I think if you're Kentucky – to slow the game down, make it muck it up, make right. it ugly, make it a you know a grind it out type game. That plays in favor of the Wildcats. And nothing wrong with a, a grind it out game as long as you come out on top. Some Big Ten football, if you will. Yes. Ten six the final. Mark Stoops we'll will be it. fine with that. <laughs> you will. Uh, we've be. got by the way, we've got Flatwood City. Uh, Flatwoods, Kentucky. Flatwoods, up in the north. You know who's the home of Flatwoods, right? Who's Billy that? Ray Cyrus. Is that right? Yeah. Well, don't tell my heart. <laughs> Oh, my achy, that was heart. really tough. That was not good. <laughs> um, but we want to thank everybody for their uh, for for watching on Facebook Live, and um, it's going to be fun tonight. Big Blue uh, basketball. We've got the Blue White game. We've got UK and Georgia tomorrow. And Georgia, man, they're coming off that loss to South Carolina. Mm -hmm. This losing to Carolina doesn't make the UK loss to Carolina look as bad now. I don't think. I mean, no, it was it tough to be there, but when they go into Georgia and win. You're like, okay, well, maybe it's not so bad. Well, and everybody likes to say, and I don't know how true this is, but everybody likes to say, well, now Georgia's going to be yeah. real hungry right. because, <laughs> you know, you lose one game and, and there's a possibility they can still make their way into the college football playoffs. If you lose two, you're out. So they're really going to be hungry to beat Kentucky. Look, I think they'd be hungry to beat Kentucky either way. I mean, whatever they thought of Kentucky before the South Carolina game, honestly, whether they took them for granted or they underestimated, I think they're going to feel the same way. Sure. Um, so I think it, the hope is if you're a Kentucky fan, you're just hoping that they do underestimate Kentucky and the Wildcats can capitalize on that. But uh, I don't think that because Kentucky's coming off a huge, huge win and Georgia's coming off of a loss that that's going to make that big of a difference in the game. They're just going to show up and play. Yeah, got to show up and play. That'll do it for Facebook Live Friday. We do want to send out some condolences, though. Rich McCune uh, was killed in a car accident yesterday. And if for those of you in the mountains who knew him, and I got to know him from Perry Central and Breathitt County and at Transy at UK, a genuine human being. And yesterday was a tough day for his family, certainly for those who uh, knew him, for those who loved him. Uh, our condolences to the family of Rich McCune. He was a special human being. When you think of Breathitt County football, not many can say they were the first first team All-Stater. It's such a great place. Rich was an outstanding human being and um, condolences to his family. That'll do it for this Facebook Live Friday. For Lee K. Howard, I'm Brian Milam. We'll see you at Rep Arena tonight for the Blue-White game, and then we'll have a recap tonight on Game Time. Have a good afternoon.